It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will, the Dominic Mysterio to my Rey Mysterio, Mr. Matt Scott. How are you doing, Matt? Are you serious? I'm serious. You have to be... Uh, you, what am I... Uh, You're my son. Okay, no. Every time I'm your son. <laughs> I hope someone photoshops the little graphic of like, you know, you and me and like a baby. It's me in a baby carriage uh, <laughs> pushing me around. Um, if they can figure out how to work in some kind of wrestling event. Oh, my God. I might be the baby that Snitsky kicked. Oh, my God. Please don't. Let's not. Let's not be. I mean, I'm not mad. Too. I'm not mad. All I'm saying is it it, it could work. But by the way, Mysterio, I crying at the crying at you. the bottom of a ladder. Uh, sobbing, uh-huh. uh, like, oh, where's my poppy? Okay, um, happy to be here, though, Mari. Yeah. Even though I'm your your child, and honestly, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored to be your child. Yes. Thank you, thank I'm you. This is. isn't a weird start to the episode at all. I think people yes. they, they get it. It's our thing. Welcome, you know? new listeners, new <laughs> Welcome. YouTube watchers. Uh, yes, <laughs> brand new to the beginning of this show. Oh. Today, we're actually ready for you guys to see us in our full glory. So um, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. time, no really weird uh, pauses, hopefully, for the YouTube viewers. Um, no glimpses of us in like doing stuff in the <laughs> background that we shouldn't be doing because we didn't what know is- we were going to be seen on video. <laughs> you we are say that like we were really doing anything that we shouldn't be doing. Like we were literally just sitting here, thankfully. Um, yes. But- <laughs> I'm just letting the viewers know that we are now fully aware that we are on camera and being live, We are so. fully aware. So look at us. And by the way, watch the YouTube version of this podcast and share it with a friend. Why not? It's isn't it isn't it so much better when you get to see our faces, all these reactions? Probably. I mean <laughs> I don't know how, I've been watching a lot of posts and legendary, so. Yeah, but I I I haven't been like 
practicing my posing my I'm I'm always serving face so I mean I don't even need to do the hand motions but (laughs) if you want to see them they're on YouTube and yeah I think one thing that's cool about us being on YouTube is just that people could kind of feel like they're joining in on the fun and get all of our ridiculous reactions because last episode especially after like two months off we were just going off and so um, check that out share with a friend and uh, like it and all the other YouTube things because we're not YouTube like whatever you do on youtube do it so we get more views because we don't know we're new here so feel free yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah matt we we got a lot of news out of the way uh last week um it was great getting back like in the swing of things this episode will still be kind of different from our normal ones because again we have no guests i know mm-hmm. people who who are listeners of us and who listen to our season one are probably like we're all the guests uh, <laughs> yeah, because they like the guests better than us. Than us like, we yes. can't blame you, but I mean, sorry, they're com- they're coming, they're coming they're soon. Coming. And by the way, I will say, like, yeah, to your point, things are a little bit different. We're leading into hell in the cell. Last week was our episode back. Um, definitely let us know. By the way, still, if you had feedback on the episode, we're not mm-hmm. used to diving into all of the news. Um, I had a lot of fun, um, yeah. especially thinking about Triple H and um, oh, talking God. about him. And I, by the way, I do think maybe Vince McMahon was listening to this podcast. But Vince we'll McMahon get, we'll, does not listen to this podcast. You don't know, How many times do I have to tell you that? He does not listen to us. You don't know that. Uh, he can yeah, probably I, pull I us up that. on his 2008 flip phone. No. Podcasts could be listened to anywhere. So we're, you don't now know. we're on YouTube. So maybe he does. <laughs> he, probably doesn't know what YouTube is. Let's not. Yeah. He knows what the WWE network is. But, uh, exactly. Oh, was. So yeah. there, was, there was a little bit more. I, I did. I did hear about this week. I wanted to just talk about Ooh. briefly, but they're saying that SummerSlam is supposed to be huge this year. They had. Um, the uh, tea. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon was quoted as saying like, there's going to be big surprises at SummerSlam this year because, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything, WrestleMania was the first time with all the with, with people back in attendance. We kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Money in the Bank will be, I think, the first time it'll be a, a full arena. Um, and then after that, I said we were ready for YouTube, and here we go. Dogs of YouTube. People love that dogs. Is my, that is my, yeah. You should, next time your dog's <laughs> going to be on the podcast, and we'll see right. the listens and, well, maybe we'll see the listens plummet, but the views go through the roof. There so, you go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. Um, well, uh, shout out to Sea Dog. <laughs> yeah, who, who just recently changed his name. Um, so uh, it's okay, though. They, so Dude. SummerSlam will be in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Right. And so it's going to be like packed capacity. It's kind of they're they're looking at it to be like the relaunching of everything and the quote getting back to normal type of show. So the rumors are they're going to be bringing in lots of big names back in order to not only sell those tickets, but to kind of like uh, like hard reboot everything and, and get people back into the, the product. Um, so some of the names being thrown around. Um, or should I say, uh, these names have kind of been soft, like actually like confirmed the Mm. Bella twins, the Bella twins may be coming back, um, to, to WWE. Uh, Matt, what do you think about that? My, so what's just (laughs) weird to me, what's weird to me is my head. And I didn't even think about this before, um, before talking about this, but they have 
they've had so many special returns over the last how many mm. well because they even were gone in, like yeah. er, a long i don't know if it was 10 years ago that they like initially kind of left the company and then they came back 10 years and ago I, they left the company sir what do you look, mean i don't know time mari time they left i think you're thinking back. about I, I think you're thinking about uh 2018 no. So they, ha- yeah, was when before they came that. back that second time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. When did they yes. leave before that? They left in 2016, right after almost um, 10 years. Uh, my math isn't the best. I'm sorry. I need a calculator. Yeah. We'll work on using our podcast money to buy me a calculator. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited about the Bellas coming back just because I think over time for me and I hope for a lot of the fan base that um, I know for, my, for, that, for me, my love of them has grown over time. My appreciation of them has grown over time. They've gotten a lot better. I think the last run the last couple of times that we've kind of seen them in the WWE or the last runs that they've had, they've just mm-hmm. done, uh, they've, they've done a great job with their in-ring work and really proving that they're not the Bella twins that people talked about and just kind of like scoffed at earlier on in their yeah. careers. And then you look at the empire that they built, they've built with E and this is only a good thing for WWE and I think if anyone's I hope that not too many people are upset about this I think if anyone is they're maybe not seeing like the bigger picture of these are like true crossover stars like Mm -hmm. my sister watches or has watched like the Total Divas Total Mm -hmm. Bellas franchises and doesn't watch wrestling and a lot of people are like that so I'm happy about that and I and I hope that that could be a way to elevate some other stars. Um, we talked even around WrestleMania about Bailey and that moment, the celebrities or the um, yeah. Hall of Famer spot really. And um, yeah, well, I'm curious to see where the Bellas plug in and if it's like a long-term type of story tell, storytelling thing, or if it's just like kind of story of the summer, SummerSlam and then gone type of thing. Yeah, exactly. So so I we uh, I don't really need to repeat that. We've been on this no. podcast saying mm. how much we think the Bellas have done for um, wrestling, and yeah. I, like I I just go back to when I first got back into wrestling back back around 2015 time, and we went to uh, the Raw after uh, SummerSlam in Brooklyn, and I wanted a Team Bad shirt. There was not a Team Bad shirt on sale. I was uh-huh. pissed. I was angry. But you know what I did see on sale. Bella what? merch. You, you know did. what I saw in that arena? Nothing but Bella merch. Like that's that right. whole arena was all red because that's mm-hmm. how big of an all red everything really had. Like, oh God, we'll get to that. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they 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 do. They have a big impact. So them coming back, it, it has to be to get those tag titles. I mean, they it has to be the yeah. Yep, to get those tag titles. And Natalia and Tamina are holding them right now. So that is such a good built-in story. Yes, Matt. Yes, thank oh. It's such a good built-in story for them to take the belts off of them. I love it. So. I love it. I love this. I love this. And I love like the, I mean, you know, if anyone knows, well, okay. Going back, you mentioned Team Bad. So yes. they had, they were already involved in that Tamina. I, I, that's yeah. my way of looping, linking t- Tamina to the Bellas. You get mm-hmm. it. But obviously with Natty, there's just so much of the history yeah, and it crosses over. It crosses over to mm-hmm. E. And so 
Ooh, ooh, wait, Mari, Mari, I need uh-huh. to, I need to, I need to cool down. I need to cool down. Bu- yeah, you're excited. Riyaka. I know. I'm just like, I like a good match. I like a good story. And uh-huh. um, I'm, yeah, I didn't think I was as excited, excited. For it as I am right now. I, this yes. is my peak excitement. Um, and hopefully it only goes up from here. Yeah. And yeah. And, and like you said, they, because, you know, we had the Team Bellas versus Team Bad versus Team Pete. PCB back in 2015, you know, and then uh, uh, PCB w- yeah. went on to to win the 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 SummerSlam match, which then gave Charlotte the right to face Nikki for the championship. Right. Nikki beat the Divas Championship, and and uh, Charlotte took the the belt from her at the end of 2015, right? And so, mm-hmm. and then that's when Nikki went off to have the neck surgery. And all of that. And then her and Brie came back early 2018, I think it was, when they came back and went kind of bad for Brie. But um, uh, was it 2018? See, this is where, okay, wait. I feel like they. Or did they leave in 2018? No, okay, Mari, 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 look. We know Google is our give friend. History. I know, we yeah. know Google is our friend. And this is what I was thinking about with the Bellas. Because I'm like, it does feel like 10 years ago that they yeah, left. Yeah. So basically in 20, believe it or not, the first time that they left was like 2012. And then they came oh, back in, they came back in 2013. Um, I don't know if they actually like left left the company, but Wikipedia is telling me it's the return to WWE. So I'm going to assume that's what happened. I can't believe that Total Divas started around 2013, 2014. Again, what is time? Yeah, and then they obviously they've had some like coming and going type of things. But yeah, yeah. they've they've kind of been in this like slot of um, they've been part timers yeah, for a while, up. but you kind of don't yeah. realize it. You know what I'm saying? Like no. And yeah. also, like, they're, I mean, I think their best runs have been their more, more recent runs in At terms least, of like the last four years, I would say. Nikki's, Nikki's run on SmackDown was so freaking good. Oh my God. I yes. think of, um, was, I don't know if it was her match with, Na- yeah, I think it was like yeah, a with Natty and Carmella. Or mm-hmm. with Natty. I remember, yeah. I, I yeah, for some reason, I have like, Natty. That this came off amazing. the hills of the Carmella feud, which led into the Maurice feud, which led into the the WrestleMania. See, I'm almost yeah. nervous though. I'm oh, that's that's funny. That's cute. I I thought it's I think it's funny that on their Wikipedia page that the build heights is just one height because they're the same height allegedly. Um, you know how twins are. Sometimes yeah. they're not the same exact height, so maybe it's mm-hmm. a lie. But. Anyway, I I don't want to talk too highly of the Bella Twins because people might think they might. I, we just I don't want to get dragged by people who will talk about like the downside of them and how they weren't the best. They're great now, and I'm really thankful for that. And I I'm glad that we're like on the same page about how great they are in this again, day and age. Again, go check out season one where we talk about the differences wow. between how um women. Um, who botch uh, are treated differently than women yeah. who botch. And honestly, yeah. any new YouTube v- uh, viewers who have a problem with that, hello, hi, this is who we Sorry. are. So, girl, by, girl, by, girl, <laughs> by. Um, but you know what? That might, yeah, so. Uh, so so many different things we can go. Yeah. Damn, weren't they just pregnant? Yeah, which is right. Yes, exactly. When did they, they just, about when did they give birth? Like more, but the, the I want to say they gave birth during the pandemic. So I, I think their babies mm-hmm. are at least pushing a, a year or two, a year and a half. 
No, they're not fresh. They, they're not fresh. Are you like, sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm very sure about that. Yeah, oh you God. do the Google. Speaking I don't know. I just felt babies, like they were. Yeah, like speaking of fresh that, babies, uh, that people <laughs> we have to move on. We have to move on. That people are speculating are is coming back is Becky Lynch. So, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about a fresh baby, <laughs> Becky Lynch just gave birth in December, and people have been rushing her return since she gave birth. And let me just say, as a mother, stop. Yeah, uh, I don't like. Yeah, I get very uncomfortable still when people talk about her coming back because I'm just like, give her some time. Like, yes, like, and, you know, I so I, like I know some people have who've had birth injuries and that type of thing too. Yeah. It's like just give it some, give her some space. People are talking about her returning. I mean, definitely while she was still pregnant, but like yes. a month after there were rumors. And it, please it, let Becky rest. She's the, she's still going to be the man when she comes back. They said she was going to be at the Royal Rumble. Y'all, she had given birth like <laughs> in the middle of December, and y'all were thinking she was going to come back for the Royal Rumble. Y'all need to stop. This is what this uh, this is why this undue pressure for women to give birth and then immediately yeah. return to work is annoying, especially in her line of work where yeah. she doesn't have to be there. She's getting paid no matter what because at least her contract covers that. I would assume, should I say, because yeah, she's one money. of the top earn she's one of the top earners. So there's no way she's not getting paid while she's on um, leave, but also. Oh. Her job is so physically demanding. When I tell you, after I gave birth, I could barely walk from like the bed to the bathroom for like a month, let alone go in a ring and take bumps and run back and forth. Like y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy for that. So that's uh, right. If Becky comes back, good. If not, I mean, you know, people are saying it because she's in the gym and stuff like that. But again, after you give birth, you like, some women have to go and start um, training again to in order to like recover from the birthing process, you know. So, and, and, and you know, she's just a fit person to begin with. So let's just not let's just you know let's just be open when she comes yeah. back. She comes back. Let's not rush her. Take your but time, every, Becky. But that's Take the thing. Like everything, time. we as wrestling fans often we just want what we want and we want it now. And yeah. I think that this is an example of that, except it's just more glaring because of all of the reasons that you just said. Um, we love Becky Lynch, but also at the same time, I think that we'll still based on how Becky went out, especially we will still, and the fans will still be like red hot when Becky's back, whenever that is. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly don't I mean, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting because the fans will be back in attendance. So it could be really great to have Becky back from that perspective. But like, there's so much talent. And we were talking about that with the releases last year, um, last week. There's so much talent. And I just kind of feel like, like, I mean, maybe give it some more time. But hey, what? I don't care. If Becky wants to come back, come back. Do what you want. But no obligation. I just feel like there's like the added pressure. There's the added pressure every time someone talks about it. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure I don't know how much she's looking at her comments, but I'm sure that like half of them are like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? Becky Lynch is not going to respond to you in the comments about when she's coming back. (laughs) But please stop. Please give her the space and like just let it be a surprise and we'll love it and we'll enjoy it anyway. But man, she's I, I have seen the pictures of like how I was gonna say how jacked she is, but she like is, how yeah. like she's, she's really so fit again. Yeah, Man. I love some Becky yeah. Lynch. Yeah. Um, we also have rumors of 
not only Brock Lesnar re- uh, returning, but Ooh. also John Cena. So the rumors um, are Brock um, for. Um, for- um, for- we haven't really talked about Brock Lesnar yet, have we? No, because I don't think know, he's been ooh, gone okay. since we've been. I, oh, well, I can't wait. So we're, I, uh, they're saying maybe mm. Brock versus Bobby and John Cena versus Roman, which I mean, those sound like two very high-profile matches. Like that sounds like something I want to yeah. watch. Now, you still got to tell the story. I still I appreciate stories. I don't just like the you know the dream matches. Um, seeing Brock versus Bobby would be really good, but. I, I, again, I don't really, I've never been a fan of Brock coming back and automatically beating somebody for the title like that. That's been done so many times that I'm just like, please. not. Oh, I don't think, I I don't think that's what, that would just be really, I don't know why it feels really strange now, but I just feel like it'd be really strange. I don't feel like we're going to, damn, we're really going to, oh, it's going to happen one day. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't think I don't think we saw that happen for the last time. I really like Brock Lesnar. Um, mm-hmm. I just like I've always feared him, and I like wrestlers. I, I New Jack was we were talking about oh. New Jack last week, and like mm-hmm. I um, rest in peace, New Jack. Like I just love a wrestler where I know what's going on, but I also don't want to like come across you. Uh, anywhere so because it's just like you're so legit and I feel like that with with Brock he's just kind of he gives off those a little bit scary vibes John Cena by the way is scary in different ways total diva on total divas he's he was like man uh, uh, here are my house rules Nikki Um, (laughs) you better follow them please don't leave your clothes on the floor Um, so weird so weird uh yeah Mm-hmm. But John Cena versus Roman. Okay, John Cena versus like Roman. It. I would love that. I would love that they would build it up like John Cena's coming back. He's going to beat the title. It's going to be great. It's going to be yeah, SummerSlam crowning. And then Roman just annihilates him. That's what I would want. That's what I would personally want. And we've seen Roman versus Cena before at SummerSlam. I'm pretty sure it was at SummerSlam. And then we had it again at Clash of Champions when that their last... Passing I, the torch thing, wa- yeah, but also you know, that I just wasn't... remember it being in the back end of the year, and it was really, it felt really weird that it was in the back end of the year as opposed to like a WrestleMania or something, or like yeah, like with the build leading up with to, the, yes, right. exactly. There wasn't but much also, build; it was just them going back and forth. But really it feels, it feels mind. brand new to me. It feels it brand new because also, of yeah. Roman as a heel, and mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how John Cena's hair is doing. He, some of the last times we've seen him, it's just like get it, just get the buzz cut, bro. Please, 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 let it go, let it go. We're on YouTube. <laughs> Do not get us demonetized. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's what so they're sad. saying. <laughs> I can't sing anymore. Okay, you can't sing anymore. <laughs> so, um. So yeah, so watch. <laughs> those might be good matches. Like either way, I, all of these rumors have been really cool. I just like the idea that they're really gearing up for SummerSlam. It makes what we're trying to do gonna be like easier because normally this is kind of that time of the year where it's like, uh, anything can go. They're trying new things, you know. It this this time of the year, it's kind of like experimental in a sense. So if they're making an effort to be like, oh no, we're putting all of our eggs in the SummerSlam basket. Hopefully, that means these next few weeks of us covering will be amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna. Who am I kidding? I was gonna say I'm gonna make a prediction. 
But I'm just going to say, I'll, I'll put out a wish that uh, Vince McMahon, thank you for listening in on your um, track phone. And oh, we really appreciate God. it. Um, but no, I want this to be like the best wrestling or the most fun wrestling we watch. Because when I think back, like Mari, we had fun covering everything leading up to Mania. And mm-hmm. that was great earlier this year. But if I really think about it, like, I, there's just a lot of stuff that we could have, we didn't need um, or want. And, yeah. but I think we had fun. Now give us more, give us more of what we want. Give us some stories and mm-hmm. I'll be, I'm, I'll be excited for it. But I think my hope, my hope is that because the fans are coming back and because they're trying to sell those tickets and because we're out of the pandemic and because it's the summer, you know, WWE mm-hmm. loves their storylines of the summer that we're going to get something hot and just kind of like yeah i think i I think we're gonna see some something pretty magical i agree and and i don't know did we talk about this i cannot remember but cardi b cardi b's uh song up is the song of SummerSlam. it is it is yes we did talk about this yes we did did. Mm -hmm. so i'm excited i hope they get cardi b again i i just hope that we get cardi b so who do you want cardi b in a match with mari i do not want cardi b in a match what do you mean okay okay, mari please uh entertain me here and entertain our listeners because they are the people of youtube definitely love cardi b i'm sure she has tens of millions of views on every single video if not hundreds so here's my question who would you like to see Cardi would, B after all of the two months of training that she puts in a la Bad Bunny? Yeah. Who do we need her against? I would like to see Cardi and B. And which versus, championship should she win? I would like to see Cardi B versus Naomi. Uh, and, and I want them to like play fight for like two seconds and then just <laughs> stop and start like twerking and dancing in their room. That's <laughs> what I want to see personally. So that's my prediction. <laughs> so um yeah, that was great. I just love, we just had to sit there and talk about SummerSlam for a little bit. We said we were gonna t- yeah. talk about it for two seconds. Um, we went on for a long time. That's that's it. That's what you're gonna get yeah. here. This is probably gonna go on for seven hours. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> we again we're still uh we already we I think we still hold the title for the longest um we actually don't anymore. Really? We don't anymore. <laughs> It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cool. They, right. they, they look, we Maybe weren't trying. Oh, well. Yeah. By like eight minutes, um, nine minutes. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. It's Pull also out. on the YouTube. It's also, sure. Also on the YouTube channel if you want to check it yes. out. Uh, but we're not bitter about <laughs> uh, not holding the record anymore. We, right. Not honestly, we should, all. we need to, we need to, Beat that record at this point because the competitive side of me is coming out. I mean, you know, for me, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. We have the record. It's cool. It's casual. We're doing all the podcasts. Give us our Guinness book, Um, you know, all of that. But I think that, look, we have to, Mari, we have to do this. We have to, we have to really go past five hours because. I, am not I don't know why I did hours. this. I didn't even want to make the first record. I, I, did I didn't either. But so, now I regret. I have regrets where I'm like, it's maybe done. I should have just said a little bit more for longer. Okay, let's move on. All right. 
<laughs> so we have to we have to move on. We just want to thank everybody who's <laughs> reached out to us on Twitter um, throughout the week. Uh, we just want to shout out Trent Williams on Twitter. Uh, he asked us to talk about his. He has a article. Um, it's called This Week in WWE. We will put the link to his article in our show notes for this week. Thank you, Trent, for reaching out and enjoying the podcast. Um, if if you want to reach out to us, join the conversation um, by uh, hashtagging Wrestling Rehap Up on Twitter or following us at Wrestling Rehap Up on Twitter. You can also send any long form questions you have uh, to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. And, um, you know, if we get your email, we'll read your email. Um, also, um, Matt, where can the people find you? You could find me at Matt Scott GW. You could also find me and Mari in Job Has a Squadcast, where yep. uh, all of the Rob has a podcast. Universe wrestling fans do their business. So if you want to know how to become part of that, just send us like a DM or tweet us. Like mm-hmm. we'll 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 work on hooking you up. We'll work on hooking you up there. Yes, and you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. Uh, that's two like the number two. Um, you can also find us there on Stereo because Matt, this week we're going to be doing a reaction podcast for Helen Estelle mm-hmm. this week, right on Stereo. Yeah, live yeah, on Stereo. Yeah. Yeah, so tune in, check it out, leave us, or, or you can be part of it in case you mm-hmm. haven't used stereo by leaving a, a voice message. Mm-hmm. I laugh because we have just please keep it clean. You know, it's not going <laughs> to end up in the final podcast anyway. No one's going to end up hearing it if you just please, please, please keep yes. it clean. <laughs> yeah, so right after this episode, uh, we will be Ooh. setting up the event for the Helena Cell uh, Immediate Reactions podcast. So if you go and follow us on Stereo, you'll get notified once we go live. Um, and we're just excited because as soon as we watch the pay- pay-per-view, everything that we feel, we're going to record it right then and there. That way you get right our raw, unfiltered yeah. reactions. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you can catch it later in, in your podcast feed. You can... Um, we have our own podcast feed at the Wrestling Rehab Up. Ew. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, you can also find us on the Reality TV Rehab Up's uh, podcast feed as well. So don't be stingy. Give us some five stars, okay? Right. Yeah, please. And thank yes. you. Yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Matt. So we just saw NXT in your house, that pay-per-view, our last... Um, we just uh, reviewed it. I mean, we did our predictions for it um, for our last episode. Uh, how did you think, like, how did you feel about uh, the NXT in your house pay-per-view? It didn't feel like takeover to me. No, it did not. It just kind of, I, and it's funny because the first couple of matches I was really into, but mm-hmm. over the course of the show, it kind of, uh, well, I'll just flat out. We'll we'll go through the card and talk about it more. But I'm I just feel like the thing about Takeover that usually gets me is that there is there are these like Takeover level matches where people mm-hmm. really shine, and it's like what I don't know what's happening right now. But um, kind of like Reginald this past week on Raw, like I feel like I'm entranced, and you know really in love with what I'm seeing and getting a new appreciation for a lot of the performers. And there was some of that, there was some of that, but there wasn't as much of it as I think that, um, you know, at least for me, as I was used to, but what were your overall thoughts on um, NXT takeover in your house? So Again, I, I agree with you. It really didn't feel mm. like a takeover. It it really didn't. I don't know if it's because I swear I, I keep getting surprised by these like takeovers now. It's like, <laughs> oh, takeover is this week is this week. I'm like, oh snap, dang, I forgot. Um, so it, it didn't feel like a takeover. I thought they started really well and yeah. they kind of front loaded the pay-per-view till by the time it got to the end, I was like, meh. But it was, it was like, but nothing about it was bad. Like that's the thing. Like NXT has never been bad. It's just when NXT is great, it's amazing. And unfortunately right. for them, they were amazing for a long time, a lot there at the beginning. So now it's just kind of like everything's good, but it's not great. Yeah. I mean, like if the worst thing I could say about this pay-per-view is that it didn't feel like a takeover, like it's not that this NXT you know show was not up to the standard of other NXT shows. like. That's not a bad thing. It happens. Not everything mm-hmm. could be your best performance. It would, but I mean, we always hope for that. I, I, but I was, a, I, you know, there were a lot of, there were some bright spots for me, at least in the show. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I think most of, most of it is, I, I like the, what happened afterwards on NXT more than like kind of the pay per view itself. So, um, I mean, kind of no surprise, the fatal five way um, between Karrion Cross, uh, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and um, oh, I'm missing somebody. Wait, what? Did I um, John, five way? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Oh, my God, Pete Dunn. I'm so sorry. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Pete Dunn. Um, the fatal five way itself, good, hard hitting, lots of things going on. Um, mm-hmm. but. Karrion Cross won. You know what I'm saying? No, and I think we no. both predicted that. This is my yeah, we did. We did predict okay, it. Like, and it's no. because no, 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 you're right. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think it's I don't think that's my reaction was just to like my prop I had some problems with the match because they kept mm-hmm. doing this thing where it's like Karrion Cross going over being this like dominant force. And right. you had Adam Cole, you had Pete Dunn, you had Johnny Gargano, you had Kyle O'Reilly. And to me, it's like a question of 
um, what are you trying to like, what are we going for here? Because mm-hmm. it's in NXT, we haven't really had that guy who's more of the WWE guy um, be the one who's the top star all the time. We have people yeah. like Adam Cole, like Johnny Gargano. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's interesting to me that they've, it seems like they've shifted from that mold of the kind of smaller, but really proficient wrestlers to having Karrion Cross. Yeah. And you know, I know you've never been over the moon about Karrion Cross. Nope. But the funny thing is, Karrion Cross isn't even that tall either. But no, right. that's the thing that actually bothers <laughs> me because I just, it, it's not, I'm not like Vince McMahon, like, oh, I like my big meaty right. men slapping meats. Like, you know, I'm not like that. But I do think, like, I just kind of think to myself, if someone, you just need to go with a different mold in NXT mm-hmm. than being the big, the big guy, quote big unquote, guy. because yeah, like so when you get to the main roster, you will literally be like, yes, you'll still be a big fish. You'll be in an even bigger pond mm-hmm. and yeah. you're not gonna, you just, you can't lean on that same thing. And I don't think Vince McMahon and the creative team would lean into the same things with carrying cross. Um, as they as they are in NXT on the main roster when mm-hmm. when he's called up. Yeah, I I definitely can agree with that, and I I was just wasn't surprised. I was just like, mm. okay, cool, whatever. The biggest thing that I did like was Tell on us. NXT on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe returned. Like, oh, what we got at Takeover was William Regal was like, man, things are getting out of hand. He comes out to open takeover and it's kind of like it it seems like he's about to like, you know, quit. But like, yeah, William Regal has been the best GM for forever. He's been, you know, he's <laughs> been there since the beginning and yeah. one of the best uh, authority figures in wrestling today. So I was really like, please, please, please do not quit. Please, you know, don't retire. And so it looked like he was about to. Then Karrion Cross came out to kind of try and bully William Regal. I'm like, what is happening here? Like, rude. What? Right. Don't do that like, to a little old man. Okay, he's not that little and he's not that yeah, old. I was about to say, I think he's still taller than Karrion Cross. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And by the way, like, I, I, mm, William Regal. I mean, I get the fact that he's been around forever and he was around as an active competitor forever, mm-hmm. but man, I don't, I don't think people appreciate him and his in-ring work yes. nearly enough. Yes. And actually, he was definitely before his time, but you know Agreed. what? Give me William Regal versus Pete Dunne. Give me William mm. Regal versus uh, not carrying cross. Still. Anyone else, actually. I, I just want to see shape. him in there again. You yeah. wonder if he could do it? Yeah, yeah, I wonder because always I wonder if that would be so funny if he <laughs> pulls a Vince McMahon and pulls the suit off and he's like all oh, has like, those little like uh, he used to wear those little like they remind <laughs> me of like really of Speedos because it was like oh, the two tone like black yeah. and red or black and maroon kind of tights. That's why I remember him. Ooh, the brass knuckles too. Oh, the brass knuckles. Yeah, come on. Uh, William Weagle, William Weagle, William Regal appreciation uh, moment right there. But Samoa Joe, I yes. he's another one where I'm just so glad he's back. And I, I, I just ooh, it was they, it was sad that they let go of him. And you know, I get that he might not be cleared to compete in the ring, but. What we saw in NXT, like we got some of that physicality and I, I, 
Samoa Joe is another one that I actually was afraid of um, back in the day, back when he was in TNA and he was on this like war path going through and just destroying people as the Samoan submission machine. And, um, you know, I want that fire from Joe. I think even in WWE, he was really good. He had a lot of mm-hmm. good moments. I think with, um, like what's uh, with Roman, with Roman, he had some stuff going on too. And so. Yeah. I want I look I want the best for for Joe but I'm I'm pumped that we're getting him back here and maybe it will turn into something. a match. Yeah. That's the I thing. like I hope at some point know. it does. I hope at some point it does know. He is. No, he but is. like if you really I I don't want it to be like the William Regal thing where we just don't get the return at any point, you know, but I'm sure that he wants to be back in the ring too. And I'm glad that he could at least be physical to an extent um, and just kind of, you know, do something because you're able still to see that dominance that he brings. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, so Samoa Joe came out. It seemed like he was going to pass the GM spot to uh, Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe basically said, I can't let you do that. So it looks like they might be co-GMs, assistant GM, whatever. But Samoa Joe is now uh, Regal's muscle. He told Karen Cross to get up out of there. I loved it. Then on top of that, um, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly were were fighting in the back when Regal was like, I'm sick and tired of this. Y'all gonna get another unsanctioned match next week or something. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of at the point where I'm overseeing them fight too already, so it's kind of weird. Wow. I know it's hard because they're so they're such good fighters, but I just like it feels like we've been in a again a Groundhog's Day on a lot of this mm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, so uh, other you know than what? That, just to that just to that point, and <laughs> it's something that I've kind of felt with. We'll get to we'll get to Lashley and Drew, but you would think that like if you really hate someone like if you're really going at it and you're frustrated you're not trying to be Adam Cole is not trying to feud with Kyle O'Reilly Kyle O'Reilly is trying to feud with Adam Cole they just have this blood feud kind of thing but you would think that it would escalate in some way and I think that that's one place where WWE misses the mark like lately at least they haven't been escalating this the tension which I think is kind of a you know, that, that, I think that's why we kind of look at it like, oh, okay, let's move on because they're not taking it to the next level and they could. Right. And again, it's just kind of like you have, it's, it's almost like a bottleneck because you have so, you have so many, um, you have so many top guys down in NXT who have not moved on to the main roster either because they don't want to or, you know, that, you know, they just want to stay down there. But, like we don't have any work to kind of put them. So it's kind of weird. It's just, I, I mean, no matter what, again, from NXT, you know, you're going to get good match rates and stuff like that. And you're going to get like, uh, just, just good working like period. But then it's just kind of like, how many times can we do this? We were friends. Now we're not friends. Now we want to kill each other type of feud, you know? And then it's like, do you want to kill each other? Cause mm-hmm. again, this is more from like the, Lashley Drew type of stuff for me, but it's like I I I really don't like to see people who apparently like desperately hate each other standing in the same place coexisting because to me that says that they don't hate each other enough. Like I and and I 
this is just one of those things. I do like how how um how NXT is kind of having some of that tension still continue with uh Cole and O'Reilly, but ooh, uh, like we'll get we'll get to some more stuff when we talk about Hell in a Cell later. Right, right, That's right. Exactly. On my heart. But- it's on my heart. The good thing is, and what we missed here is that Samoa Joe put Adam Cole to sleep, and it of course was he did. Glorious! It was amazing. It was the best thing ever. And all I was doing was yelling at my TV. I was just like, "Put him to sleep, Joe! Put yeah. him to sleep!" Like it was, it was amazing. So I need someone to Photoshop um, uh, an image of Adam Cole in a baby like in one of those baby bassinets or something and um joe's like rocking the bassinet and he's putting adam cole to sleep i'm trying to keep the theme going Marie, from the top of the episode you keep requesting all of these (laughs) who is doing this photoshop i have no clue but i would like to find out Mm -hmm. okay so we also had the women's championship match between raquel gonzalez and ember moon and again good match Lots of um, interference by Dakota until Shotzi came back. So that was kind of funny. (laughs) Shotzi and Dakota are like chasing each other around the ring and everything. Um, But again, like we said on the preview podcast, it just didn't feel like Ember was going to be like an actual contender for uh, what was going on here. So Raquel retained. Um, Glad to see Shotzi back. Like legit glad to see her back. Hopefully... I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll go back for they'll try and get their titles back from the way or something like that. But um, good. It, it was it was a good match. It was okay. It was all right. Um. Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, it, I mean, it it was a good right. Exactly. It's like if there'd been the story, but you know, in general, like I really appreciate actually both I, I actually everyone involved i appreciate yeah. everyone involved not uh-huh. just Raquel and and ember moon but also shotzi and dakota kai because they all like they're they it, it felt to me like i was watching takeover when i was watching them yes. and dakota kai especially is someone who i really love dakota when i, I when i dakota. saw her debut in the may young classic back in the mm-hmm. day and i i liked her a lot when it was her face run at first before she had the knee injury. And then, you know, I'm, I'm loving this heel stuff from her too. And so I'm yes. just so curious to see how this all evolves with them. And I mean, maybe it's too, too soon to think about it, but like what, when these people are going to get called up in Ember Moon's case, get called back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I, I mean, SmackDown is, kind of light on the women's roster so you never know i'm telling you exactly like i would love to see dakota come up uh so uh the winner takes all match the winner takes all match for the nxt tag Mm -hmm. team championship and the north american championship it opened the show and it was so freaking fun like that was i loved it i loved it and like just to give you like a little thing that i really loved because we kind of were like Okay, everyone, this match, we love them. MSK, we love. But Bronson Reed, mm, mm, okay, don't get it. I started to get it. I think I started to get it in watching this. And I really would love to see MSK and Bronson Reed together more because Uh I just think with like, especially with big men who don't have something established, like just pull out that personality, pull it out. And uh-huh. and the other piece that I liked here was that um, they were 
I mean, it might be a small thing, but it matters. Like the visual matters. And they were dressed, all three of them were dressed, Bronson Reed and MSK were dressed like a tag team. Like mm-hmm. they looked like they belonged together. And then they did a ton of tag team moves. And so I don't, I, I don't know exactly where they were coming from putting this all together, but I, I was actually a fan of it. And I'm kind of like, hmm. Okay, Bronson Reed, I'm going to give you some, I want to give you more time of day because you're yeah. better than I even realized. Yeah, they need to give him like more of an Otis type of character in a sense, not like to be, not to be goofy. I mean, not to be goofy, but to just show more give a character. Yeah, not yeah. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, not, yeah. New, not new Otis. At <laughs> Mari talks too much on right, Twitter. Twitter <laughs> but no, but that's what no, I mean. No, like I'm with you. Said, you. I, I completely agree with you. When you get these big guys, it's, you know, they're so tempted to just do the the monstrous heel, the no talker, the come in, wreck things and leave type of gimmick. Mm-hmm. But some guys, especially if they're baby faces, if they're supposed to be baby faces, it's let them show their personality. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And even if it's like, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see as it evolves. Yeah. But I just, I think like MSK with Bronson Reed's interesting. And even just the dynamic of like the, fun people and i know this is this doesn't seem to me like it's bronson reed but like the fun yeah. mixed with the um like almost like the straight man kind of gimmick yes, where, I love like that. Uh-huh. yeah that that works really well so we'll see how much we actually get them together but i i really I did know. like that dynamic for i like i don't think we will but i liked the dynamic no. this time yeah on nxt we got msk was kind of like they're going back and forth with uh, Tommaso and Thatcher, so mm-hmm. maybe they're the next ones up for the the titles or whatnot. Right. So either way, it, it it was just it was just really fun. It was a great, perfect opener, and and so glad to see they retained. Um, actually, everybody retained tonight, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, all of the champions. I mean, retained. except for the right, exactly. Yeah, and they they crowned a new championship in the right. million dollar championship match. L.A. Knight mm. actually won this match. I was no, I, I don't know what we predicted. Surprise. I think we, we I think we did it. I think we were just like I don't know. I can't remember. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, mean, I don't know. I we did we did we did a prediction nothing. for it, but I think it was kind of like either way. I know that's yeah. a really either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but L.A. Knight L.A. Knight goes on to win, and. The biggest thing about that is the next, the next. I say, I say the next night because I'm so used to it being like raw, but like yeah. on, on Tuesday night, uh, LA night turned on Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. uh, presented the million dollar championship to him, said some really nice words, and then L- mm-hmm. LA night or LA night said some really nice words to Ted DiBiase, and then beat him up. And I was like, well, yeah. I didn't know that that man could get beat up. But then again, if AEW taught me anything, there are a lot of people who I assumed were too old to take bumps. Yeah. And that is just not the case. Exactly. I appreciate this could be the shoot one day, but I appreciate the um, I hate the term old timers, um, but I appreciate the vet, like the veteran, the veteran, veteran, veterans. Maybe veterans, that's the way to call veterans. them. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they're like uh, real, real veterans um, who are still at it and who would still who could still like walk because yeah. you know how rough like those times were. And actually, when I think about it, Ted DiBiase was probably one of the people who was more of a like. You know, Manager. I can imagine why. Te- uh-huh. Yeah. And, and not not uh, not 
like going through physically yeah demanding stuff yeah, but then so. again when i talk about that i'm just shocked that jeff hardy is still wrestling but that's a whole I'm other deal um that was but that was amazing just to see la knight turn on ted dibiase and i was shocked because i didn't realize that he could like bump and do, bump. Yeah. do any of that um <laughs> like, and it's, uh, it's yeah Cameron yeah it's nice Grimes. to see him around oh cameron Grimes came and uh defended ted and looked after him so it looks like we got a cameron grimes face turn which is a-okay with me i've been like i said i've been i've been actually liking his gimmick i i loved his gimmick we talked about on season one when he first uh introduced being the new millionaire and at first i was very put off by him but I actually, they did everything right. That's how you tell a freaking story. Yeah. Tell a long-term story and have it pay off like this. And I'm I'm excited. I hope Ted, if Ted DiBiase then becomes his manager to t- try and get the million-dollar championship off of LA Knight, I'm fine with seeing like two or three more matches from them. So mm-hmm. this is good storytelling. Right yeah, now. and I don't know how the crypto game is doing. I know yeah. Cameron Grimes made a good amount of money. I hope he checked, right. checked out and kept that money, but maybe he's looking for a sugar daddy in Ted DiBiase. And, mm. you know, honestly, that this might be the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Yeah, get that money, Cameron Grimes. And if that's what turns you a face, or if that keeps you a face, all for it. Right, exactly. The million, it's like the million dollar man in Ted DiBiase and um, his son, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Moving on, um, our next the other match that we had on this card was Mercedes Martinez and Zia mm-hmm. Lee. Yeah, Laurie, what did you think about this match? Again, it's a, it's a match. Bye. It was a match. It was a match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was it was too short in my mind. Yes, very much. I I feel like exactly that I I'm thinking back on it I'm like I just, I don't remember anything really really memorable happening in the match. Mm-hmm. It was all after match stuff, right? So But in, um, in my head and I this is the thing that I think really works about that match is that yeah. um and I don't think we talked about this before but they referenced Really, they were referencing the fact yes. that Mercedes Martinez destroyed Zia Lee at the May Young Classic initially. Yes, this is Zia Lee's first, first match. It was the first match. And um, it was just like, it was amazing because then I you aren't, what, you, what you're comparing the match to um, is you're comparing the match that happened at TakeOver with that match, the first match, again, Zaya's debut match. And mm-hmm. I... Again, I had a more of an appreciation for Zia Lee. I think the spot for someone like Mercedes Martinez, which I would imagine that this is something that most fans either pick up on or get, is to help elevate and help help um just help these performers who are like earlier on in their careers mm-hmm. develop and to to grow and to shine. And so I really appreciated this, but I also appreciated that the story is continuing on. But mm-hmm. I mean and is was there anything else from the match that you would point out or that you thought would you know kind of stood out no for me it's just like that mercedes like got up after and kind of right she wasn't just taking the taking it that's what i was about to say because that's not in the match zaya won (laughs) (laughs) yes that was me being shady uh zaya zaya won the match but then like you said mercedes martinez got up and then like took a chair or was some mm-hmm. some yeah, yeah and, and she started trying to beat up on Zaya, and then she called down Tian Sha. 
And then Tian Shaw like kind of choked her out mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now we pivoted from Mercedes. That. Yeah. We pivoted from Mercedes versus Zyalith to now Mercedes versus Tian Shaw because um Mercedes basically on, on NXT like called Tian Shaw out, which is which is very interesting because We've talked about how we like the the Zaylee stuff, we like the Tian Shaw stuff, but we just didn't know where they were going to go with it. So having Mercedes across from this might definitely, depending on how where they go, like if they keep with the story, this could be this could be what these characters need to to get out of the mythical world and into the ring world and be taken seriously. Yeah, and like I guess so. I mean, I, I bet a lot of people feel this way with Mercedes Martinez. The reason I like her so much is because she's just so damn good. And I've always known her to be that damn good. But I think the thing that I appreciate, which maybe it doesn't fully translate to a WWE context and how they like to present their women, but Mercedes like comes off as legit. And any time that they give her the, the opportunity to grab the mic, it's like, ooh, I felt that. That felt intense that felt kind of real um and so i hope that this could be a good chance to like i mean it's already been a good chance to elevate zaya lee but then to kind of bring in um tian shaw in terms of this in-ring competition i'm excited for it and i think it's cool because we've we've really been following this story from basically the beginning beginning. yeah 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 exactly um, so go check check out our season one if you haven't uh, checked us out. We are not on YouTube. <laughs> you check us out on the podcast streams, wherever you get your podcasts. The first season one of the wrestling wrap up. Okay, so let's get into Hell in a Cell. Um, this is what we're here for. This is the main event. This is what we are doing this podcast for. We're, we're getting right. into our Hell in a Cell preview here. So I'm just still kind of stunned that we're getting a hell of hell in a cell in June. Like I'm still like shook it. <laughs> really? I they got really you. They got am. you. I was just like, this makes no sense to me. Like, first of all, tell us why. Why out. are we getting? Why are we getting hell in a cell in June? Why like, does that bother why? you so much? I, don't I feel know. like this is like a therapist couch or something. I know, right? Like, and not, not I mean, hopefully your therapist is not like why what Tell, accusatory, but yeah, like what what's uh what's going on over there, Mari? And the funny thing is, I'm not like saying like oh hell in a cell belongs in October where it all always is. I'm yeah. I'm just saying like why why are we getting it? Because nothing when they we, yeah we talked about it when they announced it, there was nothing that deserved to be in hell in a cell going on you know so they then had to kind of stretch storylines yeah. to make make it fit into a hell in a cell and i'm just like i i get uh, yeah i get why i mean i don't in the back and, and to your point though i don't know see i just don't think that they even did what you were just saying like that they actually stretched it effectively because not effectively but they stretched some of these they tried they tried. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see a couple of matches in the cell, but they could, I just, um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into it as we go along, but there, yeah. oh, we try, we want, we want more. We want so better. I, and I guess the biggest thing is they wanted money in the bank out of June. They put money in the bank in July so that it could have a live crowd. So I, I yeah. understand that. And I'm happy about that because I do want to see a money in the bank live crowd. Like 
Money mm-hmm. in a Bank is a great pay-per-view to have a live crowd on. Mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell is not. It makes sense. Like, you can't even see anything half the damn time if you're in the live crowd for Hell right? in a Cell. <laughs> so, so I understand it. I just, it just feels, it just feels weird. And I'm still shook it. But um, the first, the first match we got to talk about here is the WWE Championship match between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, which I am wholly citing as like the main thing that they stretch for Hell in a Cell. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre have been feuding since February, since right after Extreme Yeah, uh, Sorry, Elimination. Basically from that, yeah, from that, from that pay-per-view, from the, basically from when Miz got the 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 championship. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're getting this and the only reason why we're getting this is because McIntyre, um, (laughs) Bobby, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman were at WrestleMania Backlash for the WWE Championship. Um, Drew McIntyre didn't win. Bobby Lashley won. <laughs> Braun Strowman is out of the company. And um, Drew, wanted, Drew wanted another shot. He earned his shot by beating Kofi Kingston because at one point Kofi Kingston was inserted into the storyline, which again, we said they teased us with a Kofi run, which is annoying because don't tease yeah. me with a Kofi run if you're not going to give me a Kofi run. Um, <laughs> but yeah, which, which still, like, so, so Drew McIntyre got another shot. He said he wanted to be Hell in a Cell. Lashley said, okay, I also say if you lose this, you'll not get another shot while I'm the champion, which I love that stipulation. Um, with Kofi, like we said, Kofi was brought in uh, into it, and MVP for the last two weeks has been like trying to get into Kofi's ear, trying to like get, get Kofi head. to split, yeah, from Xavier Woods. So I'm wondering, but it's in a cell. So what could Kofi really do if he wanted to? I mean, let's. I mean, you've seen Kofi. I'm, I know. On I'm taping. I'm taping. But also, yeah, 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 no, you totally are <laughs> because you're you act like they like. Half, like oh my god! Did we cell. see Drew Nobody fall off of us? <laughs> he fell off the outside of us. Yeah. First of all, um, this past <laughs> week on Raw, I believe Drew referenced this like very. Um, it was like a very safe bump off the side of a cell through a table. It, it looked like a did, safe bump. Did he? Did he reference? He referenced. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, he didn't reference that it was safe, but he referenced the bump that he took. I don't even know what match this was in. Honestly, guys, it's, it's a long. It's a it's long kind of week. We, but um, yeah, he like kind of. Uh, I just remember watching it like. It almost looked like he was jumping off like sideways, safe bump through a table, yeah. which like I remember when I watched it and I watched it back and I was like, come on, you need to, <laughs> you need to talk to Jeff Hardy and learn how to. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell him how to bump. I'm not going to tell him how to bump. I'm a, But yeah, this match and this feud between Bobby Lasher and Bobby Lasher, right. <laughs> uh, cousin of Ali Lasher. Shout out to yeah. Ali Lasher. Uh, Rob has a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I this is the thing for me. So we have the contract sign, which, by the way, isn't this like the 10th time we've seen them do a contract I'm, signing? I'm telling you, it feels like it. It feels <sighs> like it, it does. It. I mean, it's not the first. And mm-hmm. the thing that bothers me is that I was referencing this earlier um, with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, but like, don't I don't want to see two guys who are in a feud that's supposed to be insanely heated face to face. 
like that. Like they shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to stand each other. They should literally want to kill each other every single time that they are within reach of each other. They should have to have bodyguards blocking them from attacking each other. And I think in sometimes in WWE, we've seen that story work out where I think like maybe the, the probably the Ronda, um, Rhonda Becky, Becky stuff is a good uh, example. Charlotte. And Charlotte mm-hmm. stuff is a good example. Like literally, um, I, I'll never forget they were that episode of Raw was in DC where they had like fake DC police. <laughs> like they kicked up. It was just a lot. I oh. want that for these two because I'm thinking I don't believe that they don't like each other. Yeah. And but see, but is that this yeah. feud? Because I feel like this is a feud where Bobby no. Lashley is like, I'm the champion. I got all these hot women. You are an annoying fly that keeps buzzing around me. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. So I no, mean, but I think way, from, I the, Drew, from the Drew side, it's it's Drew you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. It's more of the Drew side of things mm-hmm. because Drew talks about it. Drew, that's the thing. Drew should be the one who's constantly trying to go after Lashley because I just kind of, to me, it seems like Drew's kind of been punked out a little bit much mm. and, you know we need to you know you need to kind of be a little bit more upset <laughs> at this point because he's he was i kind of feel like he was really upset when everything happened with the miz taking his championship and yeah. then he cut a lot of promos about i'm gonna get it back blah 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 and it's just like give us more i mean actually a good example a good example a good example Seamus and Drew, that feud was like literally a blood feud where they wanted right. to kill each other. I like, I like that level of heat, but this, it's just not but here. I, I, but I feel like you're they, saying it's not it this. It can't feud. be here. Yeah, it, it can't be yeah. here because they've been feuding for six months at this. But that's point. the that's my point <laughs> like, too. But I, but I, and I get, I do, I get what you're saying, but I yeah. just don't. This has just been too long. I think even Drew McIntyre exactly. is bored with this story. <laughs> I think that's the <laughs> We could all relate. Yeah, so I mean, it, either way, no matter what, this is going to be the last time. And I'm hoping when they add that stipulation, like, oh, Drew can never get another shot at the title. I really hope Lashley wins. Like, I really hope Lashley wins here. But I, it's kind of weird that they just kept feeding Drew to, to Lashley. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, yeah. what's yeah. going to happen here so that Drew can be protected in some sort of way? Especially again, if it's in a cell and it's supposed to be the most secure place and it's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> you know maybe, for people to run in. So, so if I, you know what, if I had to kind of guess what's going to happen here, um, as we kind of start to talk about predictions and things, I feel like Lashley will win. Well, maybe not. I'll go with this. So I feel like Lashley would win because to me, it seems like they've been spinning their wheels with the Drew Lashley stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I actually have no clue what's going to happen here anymore. Because <laughs> what I was going to say is that Lashley wins and then they move on to something else. I think mm-hmm. no matter what, we're going to see the next phase happen. So it might be Drew winning and then they move on to something else. You mentioned Brock, for example. Um, it would be amazing to see. Lashley and and um and Brock. Brock. Um, we mm-hmm. also might get Drew and Brock again, but that's just not as fun in my humble opinion. Right. Um 
But I think it's t- this is we're not going to get any more of this Drew Lashley stuff after I mean, this interview. One where, well, I mean, with the with the stipulation, if Drew loses, but I don't think it goes both ways. Yeah, but I don't want to. Oh my god! I no 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 no. Win and then Bobby is. You think that? Yeah, yeah. Like watch, like uh, Drew wins and then Bobby's. No, no, no. We're not going to get that. And actually, maybe this is where we. Oh man. I'm struggling. Well, well, can I let me get my prediction out? Please give us your prediction. I'm like thinking out loud right now, and also heavily caffeinated. I'm like, like, he is going off top. Um, Yeah. I think I think Bobby Lashley is going to win only because I want to put that energy into the atmosphere. Um, I think he's going to win, and I think because he's a heel, I think it's going to be the classic like just escaping the cell. He's not going to pin Drew. He's just going to do whatever he can to escape the, the cell type of thing um, because we know heels try to escape baby faces try and prove a point <laughs> you know so maybe Bobby Lashley uh, uh, escapes maybe Kofi helps him escape so that Kofi can face Bobby you know something like that um, but either way I, I'm hoping Bobby Lashley comes out of this because I think I mean really you are tell- they're telling a story with Kofi right now that if um, Drew loses then he then Bobby can easily transition over to a feud with Kofi because MVP has been, you know, stoking the fire. So that's what I would like to see. But I, I, I'm going to go with my official prediction has to be Drew winning. I don't want to see it, but I think I'll feel validated if I'm right in that case, just because for being right, even though I don't want to see it, you get it. So um, I, but I think uh, the reason why I think Drew is because I could see them doing the call back to the Brock Lesnar stuff. And maybe like Brock comes out and destroys Drew after this pay-per-view or at the cell. I don't know, but to your point, then Lashley has a place to go, a natural place to go with the Kofi feud. And the reason why I think that Drew might win is because I don't know where Drew would go if he loses. Yeah, I agree with that, but I hate that. I hate you that. You know what? You if know your what? Your guy needs a title yeah. because he has no other recourse, then that that's something you you know, writing and creative needs to fix. But I I see what you're saying. No, I'm with you, but mm-hmm. I just kinda I feel like talk when we talk about this feud, it just kind of like takes the air or the energy it out really of the does. like it, the air out of the bubble. It's sure so does. sad. We need to move on before yes. some, everyone falls asleep. Or this could be like a sleepy time podcast. Listen to us talk about Lashley and McIntyre as you go off to bed. Let's like talk about we are Speaking not of, a, we are not on AMSR YouTube. We are on wrestling YouTube. Okay, so add that to our tags. Let's go. Right. <laughs> so uh, we're going into the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. So talk about the opposite. I am so excited for this yeah. match, and yeah. the story is like barely there, but I could I, care less. But I, but I also feel like at the same time that we have these two separate stories happening and then they very naturally came together. It was very, very smooth. And I like that, like, we just have this moment of Dominic and Ray with, you know, the championships and making history in that way. And we're not really, we're not dropping that story. Um, and, then we have Roman and everything he's been up to. And like, I don't, I never thought that in 2021, I would be 
you know, if uh, that I'd be excited for Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in any way, but this is kind of where like their individual what? paths and where they've been, their individual paths and where they've been has been like so phenomenal that it just works. Like as opposed to a random uh, Roman face, Roman uh, versus face Rey Mysterio or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, how they got here and I like the two characters and I think it's going to be really awesome to see them together. Yes, I, I them having character and backstory really aids to this match, but mm-hmm. honestly, I love when Roman works um small guys. When Roman yeah, me too. Work, yeah, when he's able to work big man against small guys who love throwing themselves around, those are some of my like favorite matches but of his. As a heel especially cuz yeah. sometimes it just feels like when it when it's a big man face um with the smaller you know it just feels like it's bullying (laughs) and so i'm 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 into this one i'll be watching closely anyways well anyways it just feels like it because it's like he has no chance against roman and then you have to cheer roman anyway when he's a face and just like rather than outright bullying as he's a heel and you're okay i like that i do appreciate the outright bullying because then they could show the be a star ad right after the fact (laughs) yeah so we got here because you know uh, Ray and Dominic were the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Champions. They faced the Usos um, a few weeks ago, twice during one night. And this this Uso stuff, we talked about R- Roman and the Usos and how like we just don't know what's going on there. Wh- who is Jay going to choose? Is he going to choose his brother? He's going to choose Roman. Such a good I'm Jimmy. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Jay. I like that. I know. I, I like, oh my God. At, so good. Ooh, I, wait, so this is the other thing that I really like about this feud where it just you have like again you have the separate stories happening. Oh, but the Uso stuff to your point. So so good and there's so much tension there too. Yeah, and so with the with the Usos um like they're in a flux right now because Ro- basically they are. I mean, they, they are. are. They, they are. are. They are. Too. No, so, that was right. a. That wasn't a. They. They are. That was like a. They are. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so Roman. <laughs> Roman decided he wanted to beat up Ray and Dominic at the end of their their the match that the Usos had at the end of the night, which caused the Usos to be DQ'd. Which again mm-hmm. starts this whole thing where Jimmy's like, "Oh, he didn't want us to win, all that stuff." But in uh, Roman doing that, he beat up Dominic so bad that uh, they were saying that Dominic wasn't present on um SmackDown. Um, last week um, and full disclosure we're recording this before Smackdown because we want to get it out before uh, Hell in a Cell so we're, we don't know what the you know developments are um, for this week but so far with Dominic, uh, Ray saying Dominic was injured, Ray wanting to um, confront Roman, Ray confronting Roman only for Dominic to come back with a kendo stick and him Dominic and Ray try and beat up on Roman but then Roman um, you know, turning the tables, beating up on both of them, and then just chucking Dominic. Like, Roman Reigns, just again, we talked about it, but he just chucked Dominic, and it was crazy. Like a dart. Like a, yes, <laughs> like a lawn dart. Um, <laughs> and, and the Usos were nowhere to be found, right? Like, they weren't even there, so. No. It was just, it's good, and the, this small amount of buildup, plus whatever they're going to do tomorrow, is going to have me excited to see Roman and Ray in a Hell in a Cell. I mean, just wow, hands down, a, a match that yeah. a match that was made two weeks, 
to the pay-per-view is probably the one that I'm going to be more excited for. Like yeah. I'm looking at the card. It's yeah. It's between them and, and Bailey and Bianca. So yeah, I, this is great. This, I, I, I think my official prediction of course is Roman Reigns is going to retain um, because this is just his war path. This is just a great yeah. war path for his heel character to beat up on one of the, the most beloved wrestlers of all time. Well, that's the thing. That's amazing. That's the thing that I think is interesting too, because like Ray, there are mo- there are points in his career where Ray has been red hot, and there there are points in his career, like even after his return, I guess a couple of years ago at this point, yeah, um, it just wasn't. It kind of he was just kind of like spinning his wheels, even over mm-hmm. the last. So I I really appreciate him in this spot. I don't. I don't know who sees him potentially winning here, but I don't think that's yeah. the point. You know, no, I think that we're going to get a really good match and I'm glad that it's in the cell. I'm glad it's in the cell. Yes. And I like, and I hope they like push this whole Dominic and Ray love for each other, like type of deal. You oh, know? you think they're going to give us something where it's like Ray just like has his fingers against the end of the That'd cell. So Dominic's cool. on that's like, dad. And then we get Dominic yeah. crying like he was back. Ooh. <laughs> And then Roman just taunting Ray. That'd be so I just think of Dominic crying every time I I'm getting (laughs) I'm getting past it now, but like I still think of those tears from back in the day with the feud with um Eddie Guerrero, what McTown and Legend. Um Mm -hmm. and yeah, I'm just we'll see. But this I'm actually hyped up for this one. Yeah, very hyped. Um next up we have the Raw Women's Championship, Ray Ripley versus Charlotte. I don't I don't think this is in a cell either. They uh, they haven't announced. No, it's not cell yet. It, well, okay, no, great. they haven't. They well, yeah, yeah. they haven't. Or announced they might it not announce a women's cell. Apparently. Right, which like I just wanted to mention after watching Raw, I felt like this is why I said I think Vince McMahon listened to the podcast and everything we were saying about Triple H and just like his thoughts on women because this Raw had so many different women's segments. It started oh, out yeah. with I think the Alexa video package and then went mm-hmm. off to Nikki Cross and then we we just got a lot of the women on this show which I thought was really awesome um, because yes. we don't always have that but then I was thinking to myself, wait, I don't want to give them too much credit because it looks like none of the women are going to be in a cell. And yeah. just how do you feel about that, Mari? Um, I I really don't care for performative <laughs> cells. <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, but <laughs> I really thought that uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte were destined for a cell. I think I, I think I'm on like, uh, record on the podcast saying, "Oh, they did this so Ray and Charlie can be in a cell." Yeah. So if they're not going to be in a cell, like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and you know, so the thing that I really, I'm actually really, I just won't hold my breath for an outcome that we will love for this match. But I'm really, mm-hmm. I, I'm appreciative. I'll say I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative of this match from the perspective of that last um that last segment we saw where uh Rhea put her foot in Charlotte's face and we mm-hmm. saw like there's always something about the blood but Charlotte I don't know maybe we'll get maybe maybe we want to get into more of the details before I jump here but no, 
Go into Charlotte. It. There you go. Go into it. Yeah. So, I mean, we did see them really going at each other over the course of Raw. In mm-hmm. um, there are multiple segments where we saw them interact. But what it ultimately ended up as was this pull apart brawl. Which, si- aside quickly, I just love how we get all of these wrestlers who like clearly we know like Davari was there, Hurricane, Jamie Noble, <laughs> fun stuff. But um, at one point, so Charlotte is out outside of the ring. She tries to climb back in. Rhea, boom, boot to Charlotte's face. Yeah. Go home, Charlotte. And <laughs> then Charlotte's standing on the ramp. And you know, you notice the her bloody nose, but then I swear for all the things that we've probably said about Charlotte that aren't great. She slowly, dramatically runs her hand through her hair and puts, you're just looking at the bloody nose. And it, to me, that moment, I was like, ooh, Charlotte, you're milking it. You know what you're doing. You're good. You're really good. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm, I was, I was about that. I, I appreciated that. And I also just like that they're acknowledging her. Like as a heel, I like that she's mm-hmm. the opportunity because in a lot of ways, like I, I love what they're doing with Nikki Cross. Yeah. Um, she's kind of built up. And so maybe Charlotte is the opportunity um with yeah. the bloody nose. But how are you feeling, Mari, so, on this one? I oh actually I agree you know, with we haven't that, really guess what? Just guess to set what? this up, we haven't really talked about Charlotte since we've been back and there's been a lot that's happened. So yeah. like what's your what's your take what's your take? So, I'm not ready. I agree with everything you kind of just said, but the Uh funny thing is the current champion is also a heel. You know what I'm saying? Rhea Ripley is a heel. She's Mm -hmm. a heel, y'all. Unless y'all didn't know. So why are we giving somebody who is not the champion she's kind of like a line when the champion is right there like it's just kind of that's the, that's my only my only thing and again so we got the what led to that 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 bra was because we have Rhea versus Asuka on Raw again yeah. we get Asuka fed to Rhea in another match that was not good Asuka and Rhea do not have any type of chemistry together which is just astounding to me because I've never seen an Oscar match that didn't have at least some sort of chemistry. Like I'm really Ooh. like Oscar had good chemistry with Dana Brooke. So I'm really confused as oh, to totally. why their chemistry is off. And that and just because their chemistry is off does not suggest that Rhea is not a good wrestler or Oscar is not a no. good wrestler. Some people just do not have good uh in ring chemistry together. That's just like legit. And they just happen to be two of them. And I just yeah. didn't like the match. And I was like, oh my God, this match is bad. Like, and so I, di- I didn't like the match. Asuka takes the pin again for no reason. Like, I just, I, and I, and I think, like you said, we haven't talked about the buildup of this, of this match because we were on a uh, hiatus. Um, yeah. but the buildup is just so lackluster in a sense because one, they're both heels. We, know how I feel about heel versus heel matches or face versus face matches. They've had to introduce other women into the storyline. Like you said, they introduced Nikki Cross, Nikki. which has been great. They've been building her up while simultaneously um, at the expense of Asuka, who's been taking a lot of pins, who's, you know, who is the former women's champion is taking more pins than the number one contender who was Charlotte, who was not a champion this year you know what i'm saying so um that i really have not liked or enjoyed but in order for us to get into a raya ripley versus charlotte match we're throwing everything in the kitchen sink 
at this. You know what I'm saying? Like that, to me, that's not what a good feud makes. And even with, um, uh, they did this with Rhea and Charlotte for their, their WrestleMania match uh, last year. Mm. Yes, last year yeah. when they had to include Bianca for people to get kind of excited for it. You know what I'm saying? You know, just for Bianca not to be in the payoff of the WrestleMania match. So yeah. I just, uh, like, I'm just, uh, I hope Rhea wins because... Uh-huh. WWE did this whole photo shoot about the new era of champions because Rhea is the champion, Bianca's a champion, or Ra- Raquel Gonzalez are champions, right. and they're trying to push them as like the new era, you know, opposite of the four horse women. So if you're gonna do that, let Rhea get her win here. Rhea has n- has not avenged her loss her losses to Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, from from WrestleMania season when Charlotte won the the Rumble. And, and challenge Rhea. So if you're going to do this and you want to make Rhea a big star, she has to go over Charlotte Flair. If Rhea does not go over Charlotte Flair here and Charlotte claims her, what, 13th championship or whatever, what, like, what do you do with Rhea from then on other than, like, she... Like what do you do? And that and that's the that's the only thing why and and the reason why I just can't get excited yeah. about this and the reason why I'm just more like kind of like uh is because when does Charlotte let people other than Becky Lynch go over her? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm a, I'm a little scared. Like on a in a one on one match in a one on one match, I'm scared for Rhea. I am scared for Rhea, and I hope she wins. I hope she wins. I hope she cements that she is the champion on Raw. She is the champion. She is the opportunity. She is the heel champion. And that she can then go and have a great, you know, title run to jumpstart her career because people forget Rhea's debut match on the main roster was at WrestleMania where she then <laughs> won the championship. So we've given Rhea a lot. Like Rhea's been given a lot so quickly, but also she hasn't because she's still been playing second fiddle to Charlotte. So Sorry, I'm on that rant and everything, guys. But I just really want if if we want Rhea to make it, she cannot lose here. I, I feel, oh, and, I and I'm not trying to like sound the alarms and say, "Oh, she's buried, she's buried," because people use that no. way too loosely. But yeah. just looking at the whole history of what Rhea had accomplished in NXT to then for her to lose at Mania to Charlotte, and it just seems like Charlotte is that that one foe that she cannot get over, like. That's not the story they're trying to tell right now. You know what I'm saying? If if Charlotte was the champion and Rhea was chasing, then that's the story you could tell. You should not be trying to tell that story while Rhea is the champion. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's think, that's just my thoughts on that. I'll just say, like again, I really appreciate Charlotte this 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 last segment. Yeah, um, really Charlotte. good. She was. I don't look. Maybe this is just more of my thing, but she came out at first. We saw her earlier in the night, of course, like in her ring gear, and then she came out looking like a Bengal tiger, like yeah. in her bodysuit. Her bodysuit. She's, you know, Charlotte is really good at these like pull apart brawls, and I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Like, yeah. part of it might even just be like her um, her size in comparison to the agents and the guards, and she kind of just like go. But I really I like that, and I always um, I'm always into those moments, even if it's not the right opponent or the right story. So yeah, that was fun mm-hmm. just to like. No, I think that was perfect for the story because, like yeah. you said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, like you're right. Said, no, that's 
with the Bobby and the Dre and the Drew stuff, they yeah. don't like each other. So they should exactly. not be able to sit in the same ring. Yeah. So that was a perfect they they told that story perfectly, except for like I said, your champion is not being treated as your champion. I know. And then like just I don't know if I made this point, but this is the this is the one other match that I would you know, put it in a cell. Put it in the hell in a cell. Why not? Right. You might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would I would have like I said, I thought they were immediately gonna go to a cell. I thought they were mm-hmm. the whole reason we got this pay-per-view here. So kind of surprised it's not in a cell to be to be quite honest. It might um, happen. Yeah. So next we have the SmackDown's SmackDown women's championship match. So of course, as a diehard Bianca Stan as a diehard Bailey Stan. I am excited mm-hmm. about this. So we get B- uh, Bianca Belair, who's the champion, versus Bailey. And this story, this story has been told in a way that I really like. We've t- we talked about it, I think, at the end of season one. But the, this, like this, well, well, no, I don't think we did. Anyways, Bianca and Bailey have been feuding on and off since uh, last uh, December. If I remember, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It, it is a feud that has been going on. It's been, you know, it took a pause once she, uh, Bianca won the Rumble because she had, Bianca had to um, face Sasha Banks. Um, but it came back on since Sasha has been gone. And it's Bianca versus Bailey. So it's currently not in a cell. But I like the, I like what it, what it was. So Bianca and Bailey had a match at WrestleMania Backlash. In it, Bailey tried to use Bianca's hair against her, so Bianca flipped the script and used her hair to pin Bailey. And mm-hmm. so, which is so, when a face champion uses heel tactics, you gotta love it. Like I love it, but it's also weird. Well, Honestly. I mean, but like, no, 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 because it's like, okay, that's that's what you thought you'd do to me. Well, then I'm gonna yes. do it. To, I'm gonna do this to you. And so, exactly. it, it, I like it because it shows like don't mess with me because I I can't stand when a face is really like kind of punked out and then they don't do anything about it. Exactly. Bianca's been good. Bianca's been solid. Bianca's been so solid in terms of just like the logical decision making that actually makes Bianca look good. mm -hmm. Like I think back actually the other thing that comes to mind is like during the Sasha Bianca feud Sasha slaps Bianca and then Bianca returns the favor and slaps Sasha into we haven't seen Sasha we basically haven't seen Sasha since that slap she went flying (laughs) into the Thunderdome and she's still finding her way back Um, but no I like I don't know who's coming up with this booking for Bianca but I'm I am thankful it's great it's it's kind of like how John Cena was booked like she's a baby face but, but she's not dumb because dumb baby faces would let heels constantly try and get the upper hand and just, exactly. you know, try and beat them with righteousness. But Bianca's like, no, I'm going to outsmart you. You know what I'm saying? So that, and that's how John Cena would get booked. And people would be like, yo, John Cena is the heel in this feud, you know, because John Cena would do stuff like that. But, anyways, I, I, I like that. Bailey then, with her annoying, obnoxious heel self, completely kept pointing it out you needed to cheat to beat me you needed to cheat to beat me which is just such a great like they flipped it on its head in a sense the dynamics um and so because of this bailey has been trying to get under bianca's skin and trying to uh, unroot her confidence because bianca is very confident she calls herself the est so bailey has kind of been trying to be like are you 
you needed to cheat. Like you can just tell. And with the laughing and laughing at Bianca and Bianca's like, nobody laughs at me. It's, it's Bailey trying to undermine Bianca's confidence and get into her head before the match. And the storytelling is really good. It's, I think it's subtle. So some people might not, yeah. I'm not going to say some people might not get it, but it, you know, <laughs> it's just very subtle storytelling in a sense. Like you're, you're, she's just trying to undermine Bianca's confidence. And it's just, it's great. Yeah. I, I was just thinking like, that's where I, I really do. And you know, it's not Bianca's character is nothing over the top. I just really, which I, which is great. You know, it's a great character, but um, it, she really clearly understands what the character is. And I don't know if that's because the character is so much of, um, of Bianca coming to the table or what, but to me, it seems very clear that Bianca gets what this EST character is. A lot of it is like, mm-hmm, I'll show you. And that's like, I don't know. I've always, I just keep feeling really inspired by it, which is not a word that like, um, I've really applied to too many other people. Maybe like the last, the other thing I applied to was like the Mania match, but, um, this is cool. And I'll say with Bailey, it throws me off because Bailey is so good at being Bailey, at being this uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael character. <laughs> yes. And it is annoying and it's annoying. And it's like, but you can't look away. And we saw the other week on, on <laughs> Ding Dong Hello, just mm-hmm. the whole segment. I didn't know what I was getting myself into with that one, but we got uh, Bailey. Basically what we got was Bailey and Seth Rollins just like cackling together. And yes. I was not ready for that. I was the not ready dog. for that. And it's yeah. just like, why? No. Oh, oh <laughs> I loved it. And then we saw um, Cesaro absolutely mm-hmm. destroy the set. <laughs> destroy Seth. So Somehow Seth ends up without his pants on too. I don't Yeah. I have to go back. I don't know how that happened. He like they just ripped it. They they got ripped off. And the funny thing is, when he was making his entrance, I I turned to my husband. I was like, (laughs) his shoot, his suit looks like way cheaper than they normally are. Like I I thought it was like it looked like it was like a tearaway. Yeah. So I just love. Yeah, like you said, Bailey. She's so obnoxious and annoying in that heel role that it's just amazing. Like I, she's such a great heel, and I, I. I love every second of it. I I love that she's an obnoxious, annoying hill, and she's not like a, again, like we said, a big brooding one. It it just fits. It just all it's different. Fits. It's yeah. also different too. Um, but in the in the words of Britney Spears, "Give me more." Yes, yes. So we are definitely excited about this match. Who do you think wins it? Bianca. Do you think there's going to be shenanigans? There's always some shenanigan ha- shenanigans happening, but we need Bianca to keep that championship. When yes. could you imagine Bianca as champion when there's a crowd? I mean, but that, yes, who am I exactly. kidding? Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? Bailey as champion when there's a crowd would be amazing too. And I mean, we got, got Bailey really shined in the pandemic without a crowd. Um, and I just, but I think that this but is. She still also got months where she was. Sorry, where she yeah. the months before that there, there was. Yeah, still yeah, but I really feel like I mean maybe it's just like the wrestling fan in us, but like to. 
to see her shine when everyone else was like, and Sasha, you know, when everyone else was fumbling and awkward at the yeah. start of the pandemic, especially, um, that was pretty special. So exactly. I think that I, I don't see Bianca losing this, um, in the slightest, but yeah, I, I, please don't shock me. WWE. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll go. I agree with you. I think Bianca wins. Um, so I, and I think only two things happen. I think she goes over clean because she has beaten Bailey clean before, but either Bianca goes over clean so that she can disprove that whole, I needed to cheat to win type of thing. Or do you think Sasha comes back? Do you think Sasha comes back? Because Sasha is supposed to be, she's on like, no. um, she's being advertised for some of the, the tour, the live tour stuff. I don't. So, ooh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's being advertised for it. So. Yeah. Um, well, this is the thing I think about. Like, okay, if it's this close, I think it, the the debuts and the returns that they have have to be so intentional. And I would really love sure. to see, I don't know, I would love to see Sasha make a surprise return when the crowd's there just for that reaction. Oh, uh-huh. Because I know, but sense. I mean, yeah, let's, I think that that's what we'll get. Cause like, why would you have, I just don't know why they would bring Sasha well, now. well, I, I don't yeah, know. you do. You bring her back now for the surprise return, so that you can then make sure, like, people are buying tickets so they can see her when it goes on the road. Maybe that's it. Yeah, Maybe because you're it. not going to buy tickets for if you're waiting for her to pop up. You know, it could. Whatever. That's a good point too, because this is like the point where it's like, let's start really building to SummerSlam. So, yeah. I would. Exactly. I mean, I would like that. I'd like. I, I love to see Sasha whenever we get her. So please exactly. bring Sasha back. Bring back our and, Sasha. And we were pleased, and we were talking about how SmackDown Women's Division unfortunately only has like six people in it. So, um, if we're gonna get if we're gonna get Sasha, you know, um, comes back up, insert her with Bianca and Bailey, and like a a, a three way feud for a while. I'll, I'll give me that. I'll take that as well. So, either way, I'm gonna be excited to watch this match. I, we we both think Absolutely. Bianca's gonna re- retain. We do. I think I can't wait to see them. Them fight again. That's yeah. what I want to. I just want to watch them fight again. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, at least for the mm-hmm. list that we have right now, um, we have Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. And you know, this is the storyline that we've been talking about. How it's been, it's very, very polarizing to the wrestling community. Some people like Alexa Bliss's uh, storyline with Shayna Baszler. Some people don't. Um, we talked about it extensively last week. This week, Shayna was not on Raw. Correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. She wasn't. We didn't see Shayna at all, right? No, I don't we think didn't we did. Actually, yeah. we got we got the highlight package at the start of the yeah. show, but we didn't see we didn't see Shayna after that. Yeah, we didn't see Shayna. So what we got was Alexa Bliss. Um, Nia Jax crashed Alexa Bliss's playground. Um, challenged her to a fight. Then we got Alexa Bliss versus Nia in the ring. Um, and Alexa Bliss won. Yes. But but like it was some weird I stuff. DQ. Reggie. Yes. Was, yeah, Reggie. Oh, well, Reggie. Yes, I'm sorry. You're right. That's the weird. It was a DQ. You're right. Yeah, because he went to Alexa break up was the pinning. pin. Yes, Alexa was pinning Nia. And then Reggie broke the pin. That didn't make any sense at all. No, yeah, it didn't. And then once he broke the pin, he started staring at Alexa and they started like mirroring each other. 
Like yeah, he was entranced. He was, he was entranced. Yeah. Um, there's probably really like bigger word. He's really, yeah. And it's like, what? And um, I wrote, <laughs> what am I thinking? For some reason, I wrote down Alexa's dark hand because it's something about that. I think it was her exactly. right hand specifically. She kept doing some things with it and just like twisting and it was just she was was like uh, and she was also moving kind of like a black widow around the ring which was different i think Corey graves pointed out that alexa kind of was just um well he didn't say she was working differently but she was working differently um in the match yeah she definitely was Mm -hmm. i liked this match actually um and i liked i guess for me i didn't Drag me if you want to, but mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about Alexa and Naya and their history um, right. you know, in the context mm. of because I don't think we really talked about that. But it's funny because it's like, oh, that makes so much sense that mm-hmm. like and I don't think that's where the story came from. It's not like a lot. I don't think it's a long game to get to Alexa versus Naya in any way. Right. But like the fact that they were referencing it this past week on Raw to me was nice. It also I mean, you know what? To give ourselves credit and anyone to give anyone credit who didn't think of the connection between Alexa and Naya. I may in my mind maybe WWE just thought of it too because <laughs> it wasn't referenced at, at all really at any point but with the drama you between mean before this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because in, in when Nia showed up in Alexa's playground, uh Nia referenced their their history as friends they used to be best friends and Alexa was like um that's where you're mistaken we were never friends I was like dang and I I just wonder because yeah because they they were they were actually best friends in life in real life you could see it on um one of the seasons of total uh total divas um but they had a real life falling out like they had like (gasps) a legit real life falling out um when they were working i think the last time they were working each other like three years ago or something like that yeah they had a real life falling out so i I forgot about that yeah i did too i literally forgot about it until they brought it up in the playground so i wonder if i hope you know i hope they're friends again to be quite honest because you know everybody needs their friends and and alexa's we said it last week, Alexis Pig just passed away. Um, so, you yeah. know, hopefully, hopefully they're friends again or, or whatever. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was weird seeing them in the ring again together. And Alexa, I, I, I do like a, uh, Alexa's wrestling style now. She's no longer uh, wrestling like when she was kind of like with the fiend and she was possessed, you mm-hmm. know, like when she was half possessed half the match and unpossessed the other yeah. match. She wasn't and then she like, was like invincible. She wasn't selling. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now she's now she's selling. Um she's selling, but she's also doing kind of like the weird Undertaker sit up. So it's still kind of mm-hmm. spooky. So I'm I'm liking this. I I, I mean Nia oh. Jax ended up accepting the match on on behalf of Shayna Baszler. So I just want to see Alexa versus Shayna. Where it goes, I Hell if I know, but I like yeah, but- I, like I said last week, I I enjoyed Shayna just like kind of being out of her comfort zone and and doing a little acting. So acting, um, it's like she went to the acting academy <laughs> and she worked on her craft, and we she is going to win a Peabody a Peabody award. Do not alienate. <laughs> I'm not alien. I'm just like, yeah. So so I mean, uh, for this one, I'm going to assume Alexa wins. Right, because she's a spooky character. 
She's got that. She's yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so. I mean, but then again, sure. Let's go with that. Let's because with like, that. even yeah. if, I mean, even this past week, like elect, well, Alexa won, but by, uh, by DQ, but DQ right. So yeah. they, they like to find, I remember talking about the, the Royal Rumble earlier this year. And I, I don't, I mean, I think it, we both kind of felt like Bianca, I don't remember, but we probably both thought Bianca was winning. But then it's like, what are they going to do with Alexa? Because they just debuted um, her as Invincible. And so they yeah. figured that out easily. But like, which was pretty funny in the Rumble, actually. Yeah, they, she's mm-hmm. getting tossed out. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's, I think that that's what we're going to see. I don't know where the story is going. I do wonder. <gasps> oh, no. Oh no, yeah. Mari, Mari, let me predict this. Let me predict this. Oh God. I just saw a flat. I saw, I saw a vision. Oh, so, that's so Raven. Yeah, I, that's so Raven. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what if we get, oh my God. What if we get, um, Shayna entranced, but on Alexa's side, and then we get Shayna dressed like Lily with Alexa in a trance versus Reginald and Naya. Don't even worry uh, about it. Don't, I don't okay. want it. I'm just like, it was a thing and I don't, uh-huh. I, well, I don't. It could, it could I, go mm, that way in a sense, like she gets Reginald in trance and then maybe Reginald costs Shayna the match because Shana I do feel like someone is going to be possessed for a while. Yeah, I just so they, I'm not they, sure who. They they included it in the match, so I mean, it here. also might be right. It actually that would probably make more sense. Thank. I mean, maybe we'll get Reginald dressed up like Lily. Who knows? Yeah, the reports are that uh, w, uh, Vince McMahon really liked Reginald, so this Reginald stuff is going to continue. <laughs> Vince like McMahon is strange. Vince yeah. McMahon is a strange man. By the way, I say I'm <laughs> just touching the picture I sent you of Vince Jack. That man scares me. He's another one. Brock Lesnar. I mentioned New Jack, Samoa Joe, Vince McMahon. Four Vince people McMahon. I would never want to miss mess with. And yeah. ooh, I don't, I'm concerned. I don't know how he gets that those veiny forearms. Yeah. I'm not. I mean. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so there was a uh, trial about something about something <laughs> thirty years ago, but I don't really recall. Um, anything no. else on the <laughs> Alexa, Shayna, plus Naya, Reginald no, stuff? Nothing for me. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Same. I am very intrigued. Same. I, I, I am on the side of I'm still intrigued. I not as much as we were going into WrestleMania, where we were really high on Alexa and the Fiend, but I'm intrigued. Better intrigued than entranced. I had to let everyone know. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I hope that ends up on that random, like out of context RHAP um, thing. Yeah, they they finally put me on RHAP out of context. For a minute there, I thought they didn't like me because I was never featured on there. So Mm. uh, I I finally got on there for our uh, our Cook Islands podcast. Same. Yeah. So maybe they like us now. Yeah. Um, so finally, maybe it's just some speculation. The only other um, some matches that they k- could add to the card last minute maybe be maybe um, Cesaro and Seth because we were just talking mm-hmm. about them with Bailey. Cesaro and Seth have been feuding for a while now, so I would love to add them just to the the card to kind of fill this card out. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe again something with the Intercontinental Championship. Because Apollo has been doing a great job versus like Biggie and <laughs> and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, um, 
So I, I, they have to put, I would like for the Intercontinental Championship sure. to be on there too. We'll get, other yeah, I mean, any other women's no. matches maybe? No, probably not. <laughs> no. No, not definitely not. I don't think another woman women's match. Um, but it is interesting. Yeah, we're gonna definitely get some matches af- uh, out of SmackDown this week. I'm sure because, like, when's the last time that we've had more women's matches on a pay per view card than men's matches? Like, we'll, we'll, we know we're getting more than five matches, right? Right. Um, it has to be. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see. But I mean, so, I don't think it's like anything to write home about. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially because we don't know yet and the pay-per-views coming up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So uh, we're done with our highlights of the week. All of the highlights we just talked about, uh, you can find them on the bottom in our show notes, um, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so let's just go into our shoot segment. The shoot segment is anything unplanned, unscripted, um, or real life occurrences in wrestling, um, and anything that we just want to talk about for the week, basically. Yeah, so, whatever gets us like red hot, you know, like all red everything. That's what it's all about. Oh, God. Well, as uh, Matt is alluding to, we are going to talk about Eva Marie's, <sighs> Eva Marie's debut on Raw against Naomi. So I'm very curious about your thoughts because I don't know your thoughts on this. So the interesting thing about this to me is mm-hmm. so WWE knows what they're doing. Now, will this pay off for my faith? So I love Naomi, right? And so they announced, WWE announced like midday on Monday um, that Eva Marie will be debuting against Naomi. And immediately, Naomi started trending. And so did Eva started trending on social media because whenever Naomi does something, she starts trending. And WWE knows this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you look like a, you wanted to say something. No, I just think it's like a, um, it, we know. I don't, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. It's just, it's just the, the patterns. And we, yeah. It so, makes me, even you mentioning it kind of uh, sad. So they started trending. And, and I know I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I do not want Naomi to lose to Eva Marie. Uh, people are saying, I don't want to see Naomi's job to Eva Marie. You know, this is some bull. Yeah. Uh, Naomi deserves better, started popping up again. And of then course. the night of, we get Naomi coming out all awesome because Naomi is the best and Eva Marie 
is announced. And along with Eva Marie, it was her mysterious friend. Now, if you go back and you listen to our last podcast, we talked about it. There were rumors yeah, that Piper, yeah, for, you heard Piper it here Nevin. first. Yeah, no. yep. um, uh, it was uh, announced that Piper Nevin might de- debut alongside of Eva, Eva Marie, and she did. Uh, they did not use Piper Nevin's name. They just kept saying, who is this mysterious person? Who is this mysterious person? Well, I mean, if you saw the Mae Young Classic or if, you, yeah. if you've been w- watching NXT UK, you would know it's Piper Nevin. So, See, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the part. That was the very. Why, why did they? Well, yeah. they're saying they're workshopping her name. Like from what the the but, rumor you, is, they're not going to give her Piper. They're not going to give her Piper. Maybe yeah. call her Eva Marie. No, don't do that. And it would make sense. Yeah. So right now she's just billed as Eva yes. Marie's mystery friend. Um. So Piper Nevin <laughs> comes out. She gets into the ring. They ring the bell, which I'm like, who is like? Who, who someone just, <laughs> I mean, maybe look, yeah, that right. So Piper Nevin, um, is Piper Nevin versus Naomi. Naomi is clearly confused because she was told she was going to be wrestling Eva Marie, but Piper Nevin goes on to squash Naomi in like a minute. If Pretty that, much. it was mm-hmm. like. It was a squash match. Like Naomi yeah. was squashed and in jobbed. So, few things I don't like about this, right? Tell us. One of the main things is Naomi and Piper could have had a banger match. Like Piper can go, and so and Naomi can go. So, like they can, they both can can get down in the ring. So them not having a, a proper match kind of sucks. But I get it. Uh, I'm assuming. This is going to be long-term storytelling, and we're going to get more of this later. Okay. <laughs> well, I know it's, it's wrong to assume, <laughs> but let me just keep going. Let me keep going for a minute here. Secondly, I don't like this because now you want me to not like Piper Nevin. I like Piper Nevin. I don't like that. Now I have to not like Piper Nevin because she is on Eva Marie's side, and this was used as a way to get cheap heat for Eva Marie. So annoying because I like Piper. So now I'm mad that I got to be mad, you know. But three, the biggest thing is like WWE did this on purpose because, of course, after this happened, Naomi again was trending for hours on Twitter because every time Naomi sneezes, she trends because she is awesome. And WWE knows this. They know how how loved she is they know how she moves the needle when it comes to social media and they're doing this to put eva marie over which is which is fine that's wrestling i get that but if you're gonna do that when is naomi gonna pay off from her own um you know uh being able to sell being able to to make waves when is naomi gonna benefit from it because so far you've been having other people benefit from her being the talk of the town you know what I'm saying? Because they did this with Lacey Evans as well. Remember they, or should I say, they tried to do this with Lacey Evans as well. <laughs> they tried, it. you know. So they 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 tried getting Lacey Evans to trend because Naomi was trending. So again, that's fine. That's literally wrestling. That's how it does. If somebody moves the needle, you should ha- you should have them at least put spotlight on somebody else and put somebody else over. But if you're gonna do that, at some point you should reward the poor person who is bringing eyes to the product. And it just feels like Naomi isn't getting 
rewarded. And when I say rewarded, I don't even need Naomi to be uh, have a title. Like Naomi is the type of talent that really does not need the title. I want Naomi to get a proper feud. Naomi has not had a proper like storyline feud in forever. Again, I'm going to reference Lacey Evans. That seems to be like the last time they really tried to give her a storyline and basically that whole storyline was uh, Lacey Evans don't touch my hair basically and pseudo kind of like Lacey Evans towing the line, uh, you know, how her character toes the line. So I want Naomi to get a storyline. She hasn't had a really great storyline since the whole like her getting the title and then having to vacate the title against Alexa and getting the title back. Like I just want Naomi to have a storyline. And I, I just feel like it, if this is going to lead to like a longer storyline, I think I'd be okay with it. I mean, no matter what, it, it, Eva Marie is debuting. So it seems like Eva Marie is going to get the upper hand no matter what here. But at least it gives, it, if it gives Naomi, like she has to like fight against these two, she has to, she's yeah. gotten these type of storylines before, but I, if it, if it, if it's Naomi on TV more, I guess I'm down with it, but damn, it's so annoying that she doesn't get the benefit from her own, like herness. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that this is a feud that we're going to see going forward. You don't I think, think that they get hmm. I think we'll see the mat like I think we'll probably see this match happen again. Oh. Um, but I don't think that we'll see it as a feud. Um, and I just don't see WWE seeing Naomi like that. And then what's interesting is that like we even saw Lana get released too. And so right. I mean, clearly there was just something that they didn't love enough about. I mean, I don't know. I guess there are a lot of questions and I don't know the the details and the behind the scenes and everything. But like, I just I would imagine that if they valued Naomi more and even Naomi's work with Lana more and their team, which was really growing on me, um, especially on social media with all their TikToks, by the way, mm-hmm. it's like, I just don't know when they're going to see it. And it is kind of depressing, but it's also not surprising that WWE does that. And I think it's, it's unfortunate because I know with Bianca Belair and, and with, I think also with Sasha, I just remember Naomi getting like a lot of shout outs for and getting a lot of credit for even where they have been as Mm -hmm. um, black women in the, in the WWE, which I think is a big part of how we've seen Naomi treated. I mean, We've for years and years and years seen, um, you know, women with blonde hair, potentially blue eyes. I don't know what color their eyes are. Be highlighted and celebrated. And, um, I mean, it goes back to people who I think are just like, who almost like, as some people say, like transcend the medium, like Trish Stratus. But then you go after that and you have like Lacey Evans being Mm -hmm. highlighted. And it's just like, what are you thinking? You have Naomi and, she sells merch, right? You know, she's people love Naomi and love her feel the glow stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting because you would imagine that going back um, to these live events that you could heat that up again and mm-hmm. there's merch associated with it. What are they going to sell? Um, Eva Marie, like protein shakes or something like <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I don't know, but I just kind of like, don't get it. Well, But see, that's, it's exhausting. And that's the thing, though, Matt. I don't think they don't get it. You know, they get it. They see it. They see you that Naomi is marketable. They, no, they see it. 
They are just using it for other people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because think about it. They they but, they they use that. They knew that would get it trending. They knew people would watch, would tune in to watch that match. Like it it will probably be, you know, Evil will probably attribute it be like, oh, people wanted to see me. But no, people are there to see Naomi. And and WWE knows that because again, Naomi trended before Raw and all during it and after it. So they see it. They see it and they are using it, but they're not using it for her. That's just the that's just the difference. I'll say that I I for one am actually really interested in seeing Eva Marie's first like actual match mm-hmm. back just because I'm very like I think with a lot of people I would imagine that they're curious about how she'll wrestle um yeah because it's like I joked about this before, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're, maybe we'll get some even Marie five star matches. Who knows that maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe that's what they're just giving her time to build up to this, um, Kenny Omega level of performance in all seriousness. It's, Mm uh, yeah, I, I like, I, I still don't, I still disagree in the sense of, I don't think they see it enough to like, continue to they're not doing things to contribute to Naomi's momentum even though like mm-hmm. you know merch numbers might be or like merchandise and like the kids showing up in the stands and loving Naomi and glowing like that's the you would think that they get that and I think that they do see that but I also just wish that they would like put more into like reigniting Naomi and kind of giving her a moment and making her like the star that she really can be. She's yeah. been around so long, and yeah. you know, she, we need uh, just give give us some give us something more. She's she's in the position that Sasha was, like, um, what? That's a good comparison, and that's a hopeful ish. comparison. Like she's making, they're having her make stars, or they're trying to get her to make stars, you know, and that and. And it's just unfortunate because she's the star right there too. So I mean, I'm gonna try and not be as doom and gloom, and I'm gonna say that I hope that this storyline goes more because it's. Yeah. I mean, Naomi has done this a lot. She has been. She has done the thing where she's facing up against two people, and she has to find a um, a partner and all of that, and yeah. and she's the the baby face that's trying to overcome everything. So. We'll see. If not, I just want her to go to SmackDown so she could be with the Usos and and, and Roman Reigns. We did because again, yeah. again uh, SmackDown needs women as well. <laughs> so, um, but I and again, I, Piper Nevin. I I really hope I'm I'm interested to see where that kind of goes too because they had her, they had her as a. It looked like she was like a, a weird obsessed friend with Eva. They kind of, she's like, look at me. She's like, look at me. I did, I did it. Eva, I did it. And she was like hugging her and stuff, which a lot of people didn't like. They're like, oh, why is she being presented like this? She should be just mean and foreboding. And again, we're going to say, I'm going to say it like you said, again, I don't really care for big people who are, who are like, just, oh, I'm big. I'm mean. I'm looking at me. I'm just, I'm intimidating. Like, I don't care about that. I mean, there's a place for that. Definitely. It, and it I, is, but yeah. I, I want to see where this goes. I want to see. On a related note, on a related note, and I didn't, I didn't personally see a lot of this, but something I read, um, there was just like body shaming i'm sure there was body shaming toward piper and piper and just like all of um 
Yeah, it, it's just rough. Like some people, people come in all shapes and sizes and there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. Piper's body. And like going back to the Mae Young classic, but like she's just so capable and athletic. And Very I just much. think it's so, I don't even have much to say about this because I just feel like it's so yeah. blatantly ridiculous. Like the people who are commenting probably can't keep up with Piper in the gym or exactly. in the ring or anything. And it's like, and I'm not saying anything about them and their bodies or anything, but because that has nothing to do with it. It's like, right. she's healthy. She's athletic. She would not be in the position she's in if she wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. um, you know, healthy to a level where WWE would have her competing and everything else. And so I don't even want to entertain that because right. it's so ridiculous. Yes. And that's why I was pissed because it opened her up to so much scrutiny. It opened her up to get heat from people. And that's so freaking annoying to me. And and I I agree with you. Like no no matter how mad about yeah, Yeah. mad I am about Naomi losing, I'm never gonna talk about her competitors, um, her body size or or anything like that. That is that was so uncalled for, and that pissed me off too, because I'm like Ugh. like this is just I didn't like I didn't like all of it all around I was but very, it's sad too annoyed. because it's like we get someone I just it's so frustrating and I get that it's like a subsection of a subsection of the fans who are doing it mm-hmm. if you could even call those people fans who right. knows but it's frustrating because those same people who I'm sure, I mean, who knows? I, I have no clue, but I would imagine that some of those same people who are complaining about her body size are also complaining about people being too thin or they can, they're the same <laughs> people. I, I was, um, listening to something where, um, I, I think of, um, oh my gosh, this is a, like a good, um, just a good thing to drop in and mention. This past week, I was, um, I was watching, listening to the podcast that, I wish I remembered their new names, but the former Iconics, the former Billy Kay and Peyton Royce oh, uh-huh. had, and they were talking um, about Peyton, um, Cassie, Cassie's her name. Yeah, Cassie was talking, uh-huh. I think Cassie, um, I, I, I'm blanking on her last name, but Cassie and Cassie um, Lee. Jesse McKay. Cassie Lee? Cassie, Cassie Lee, Lee is Cassie Lee, and then um, Jesse McKay, I think. Jesse McKay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that um, came up is that Cassie was talking. Thank you so much. Cause I'm glad the new name is what we want to embrace. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but Cassie was talking about having eating disorder and eating disorder. Yeah. If not different eating disorders talked about bulimia and just struggling mm-hmm. with her weight. And, and, and then <laughs> that was me listening to that last week. And then we had this happen and it's just like, could we please not be horrible to to women and the women, be horrible yeah, to exactly. people about their bodies and their physiques? Um, mm-hmm. Because the other thing I thought about was like years ago there was one time where um, Brie Bella showed up, and it was like right after around the holidays, and like she she um, did gain some weight, but people just dragged her and were attacking her and all that stuff, and it's like. What like why don't be horrible? Just be a good person. Be nice and value people beyond their looks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you can, um, please just value people beyond what they look like and what they what their bodies are like. But exactly, man, that, I'm glad that we we um touched on that too because there's a lot 
we always manage to get some kind of issue in <laughs> the hashtag body shaming is is um this week's um this week's thing and i really hope that piper um you know i hope that she knows how to navigate that and it's not hitting her too hard or anything exactly like that. Yeah. exactly so um shout out to all the women performers even marie naomi and piper nevin um definitely know we're not talking to them we're talking about creative <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah exactly. okay so i mean this is great matt i mean it's we we do our preview show we do our predictions and then next next week we will be back to normal we will have a special guest we'll bring <gasps> some more levity to the highlights of the mm-hmm. week you know get back into our our rhythm um for the second season uh again we'll also be um <clears throat> we'll also be on stereo live on sunday uh directly after the pay-per-view so go and follow us on stereo so you can get notified when we go live uh if you're on stereo when we're live you can submit your own audio questions and you can be a part of the podcast so please come hang out with us after helena cell on stereo um matt what do you have going on this week that's a great question. So I mentioned this last week, but um, I you could find me over on Post Show Recaps for a recap of Pride on FX, six-part docuseries that should drop in the next um, couple of days. I'm actually recording that today. Um, and the other thing that I'll mention, um, which I'm sure that people will see over the next couple of days, is um, something called Black Voices of RHAP. It was um, this idea that I mentioned and something that kind of I've been thinking about for a long time, which is just that so often um, people in general or, you know, us as podcasters, we don't have the space or we don't take the space or however you want to phrase that to share who we are, share our experiences. And we also don't have a lot of space um, as Black people to talk about what the representation we've seen looks like, to talk about um, what it's like to be a Black podcaster, because believe it or not, Uh that is different. I mean, uh, we're Black and um, Uh we have a show on RHAP and, and, you know, we are in like literally in the minority in that sense. And, and, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that like 15 or 16 or 17 podcasters in some way, shape or form are part of this Black Voices of RHAP focused on the state of Black representation in reality TV and its podcast coverage. And that is coming out over the next day. And one thing I'll spoil is that there's a video from Mari right at the top of the episode. Oh, so, at the top. Wow. At Jeez. the top. At the, well, I mean, at the top. At the top. And there, yeah, basically at the top of the episode. But um, if you want to hear from Mari and a bunch of the other incredible people um, who are part of that, definitely keep an eye out for that over the next couple of days on your RHAP podcast feed and here on RHAP YouTube. Check that out. That's what I've got. Mari, what are you, what, what plugs, uh, what are you up to? Anything you want to mention? So, uh, we're back in the swing of the things. We're going to be here every week at the wrestling wrap up. Also me and Matt will be on a post-show recaps theater with Josh Wiggler talking about ready to rumble. So you Mm -hmm. can catch us over there at post-show recaps. Um, other than that, no, that that's about it. You know, uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll pop up on some of your favorite podcasts in the next few weeks or so. But um, other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's uh, two like the number two. Um, 
please again go rate review and subscribe uh, to the wrestling wrap ups podcast feed and um please email us send all your emails to wrestling at rob has a website.com uh matt uh we're out, we're out where um where can people find you on social media that's us uh at matt scotchy w hit me up on twitter and one thing i'll say i've no clue what this will look like but i'm pretty sure because mari you like to show up on everything um, <laughs> big brother's coming up really soon oh, so yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> i have no clue how you're gonna uh, look you always manage to do it um, on yeah. top of everything else so um, definitely keep an eye out for us potentially doing some of that coverage because I know exactly. we're, there's no way we're not watching this um, upcoming Big Brother season. Exactly. Well, it's U.S. Big Brother. So, you know, yeah. if, if it goes true to form, then I'll be not compelled I mean, it to might watch be a mess. it after, <laughs> <laughs> after a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yes. Man. So other than that, everybody, watch out for flying elbows. We'll see you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.